After a week of will they, won't they, the government has officially increased the tax rate on earnings to some superannuation accounts if they hold more than $3 million. They say it's a modest change that will affect around 80,000 people from mid-2025, which is after the next election. But the plan will be legislated in this term, setting up a political contest on tax and equity. And the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, joins me this morning. Prime Minister, thanks for your time. Good morning, Patricia. Good to be with you. You'll take the super tax change to the 2025 election, but the new measure will feature in this year's budget and be legislated in the current term of this parliament. The coalition says that still constitutes a broken promise, is it? Uh, No, it's not, Patricia. Uh, It very clearly uh, takes effect after the next election. And what we're doing here is a very modest change to give less generous tax breaks for those who have superannuation balances above $3 million. That that means that 99.5% of superannuants, this will have no impact on them whatsoever. Uh, This is a modest change uh, that is about improving the sustainability of the system. It's important as well to recognise it's not retrospective. It applies to future earnings uh, from uh, 1 July 2025, which, as you point out quite rightly, is after the next election. Okay. So given it's after the next election and the Treasurer told us that he wanted a conversation about superannuation, has that conversation now ended in this policy or does the conversation continue? Well, we, of course, uh, will include this measure in the budget and then we'll have legislation. Uh, This provides for uh, opportunity to uh, consult further, but this is the the government's position that that we will uh, be taking forward. Uh, and it's it's a necessary change. Uh, I think that but Australians with respect, my question be... is: Are we going to have a conversation beyond this policy? Uh, no, this is the only change uh, which we're proposing. Uh, and uh, today, or this think... whole term of you, you, your your well, government? Well, the, the, this term, this is the only change on on superannuation that that, that we're proposing, and it'll take effect. Uh, after the next election, I think most Australians would be uh, quite uh, quite surprised uh, that there are 17 Australians who have over $100 million in their superannuation uh, accounts and, and one has over $400 million. Now, most Australians will, would agree that that's not what superannuation is for. Uh, that's not about providing for people's retirement incomes. And, and that's why uh, this change uh, is important. Uh, we remember a few years ago, there was a change put forward under the Turnbull government that impacted 4% of superannuants. It was more ambitious uh, than this policy, wasn't it? It, it made substantial changes. Uh, Labor voted for those changes because it was uh, the responsible thing to do. Those changes uh, brought in uh, the... Uh, tax uh, uh, section 2934, uh, those who are earning above $250,000. So it was a significant, uh, well, it affected uh, eight times more people than, than this change. 
but Labor was responsible. Uh, the, it was uh, measures that, that we voted for, but they came into effect as well mm. uh, after the election in which uh, they they were introduced into the parliament. Okay, so when you when you actually talk about this is the only policy on superannuation in this term, given the super tax breaks are pretty enormous, according to the statement released yesterday, does that mean that you'll seek a mandate at the next election for perhaps more reform in this area? Is that on the table? Uh, now, look, we think that the superannuation industry works well and Labor built superannuation in this country, we'll always stand by it. Uh, we are introducing this measure to strengthen its sustainability. And this is uh, the, the policy that we are putting forward here. People uh, will get to have uh, further debate on this. There was a whole lot of speculation out there. Uh, that's why we've made uh, this announcement to make it clear that this is a modest reform, but it's a necessary one. Okay, it is modest. So, Prime Minister, given, uh, you know, you've made this case also that the tax breaks are rather large, aren't you boxing yourself in again, just like you did before the last election, by uh, really containing this and and not allowing uh, a bigger debate about uh, concessions beyond this? Well, Patricia, uh, debates occur. Uh, it's a matter of what, what government action is. And uh, I'm just clearly putting forward uh, this change. We're making it clear the change that we're, we're proposing will impact okay. uh, half a percent of Australians. So 99.5% won't be impacted at all. And it, it also, it's important to recognise that, that this doesn't place a limit on contributions. It simply means that there'll be a less generous uh, tax uh, concession. So they'll be uh, taxed at a concessional rate of 30% mm. uh, rather than 15%. Will people be allowed to make an early withdrawal of excess funds above $3 million from their superannuation accounts without penalty? Oh, look, we'll deal with all of that detail. We'll be there in the, in the legislation uh, when when it's put Have forward. you not made a determination about that? Treasury are working on all of the details. The legislation will be there for all to see uh, very clearly. But it, we don't intend to have an impact here on any of uh, the way that superannuation functions, including people are, are allowed to have a withdrawal. People know when this changes uh this change is coming in on 1 July 2025. And uh, this isn't about uh, a fundamental change uh, to superannuation. Uh, it doesn't change any of that. Uh, this is a very specific change. Uh, we are doing uh, what we announced yesterday. Prime Minister, in the statement yesterday, the Treasurer identified super tax concessions are just a third of the $150 billion of foregone, foregone income for the government or for, for the, you know, the Commonwealth. You're, you're acting on this. Will you look at other lost revenue like capital gains tax or negative gearing? Now, look, this was a Treasury statement. Uh, it wasn't a statement by... Uh, the, uh, the the cabinet, if you like, um, this was just a statement of fact that we're in we're compulsorily uh, required to do under the uh, the budget honesty 
provisions. Uh, what we've done is release uh, more information. It's more honest than it's been in the past so that people can see. So when uh, you look what, at those figures, do you look at those figures and think we need to we need to act on capital gains tax as well? No, there's, a, there's a range of figures out there that uh, are there for very good reason, such as uh, capital gains tax doesn't apply to the family home. Okay. It's that's interesting you just raise that because uh, well, well, your treasurer has spoken on the... Sunrise this morning. He would not rule out capital gains tax changing on family on the family home. It said that's not your intention. Can you rule it out? Well, well we have no. Yes. Uh, we, are, we are not. We are not going to impact uh, the family home. Why not? Full stop, exclamation mark. Uh, because we're not going to. But, because but why it's a not? Really, What's the policy? Because it's a bad rationale. idea. Why because is it a bad it's a idea? Bad idea. Because it's a bad idea because people who uh, save for their home and, uh, you know, that they, they live in with their family is something uh, that we have uh, no I- intention uh, we will not be uh, making any changes there. Um, and, and no one, I, I have never heard in all of the meetings that I've been to, Patricia, mm-hmm. over the years, and I've been to a few of the Labor Party, uh, Cabinet, Caucus, branch meetings, I have never heard anyone raise uh, that as a proposition. Okay. How about negative gearing? Uh, uh, look, uh, Patricia, look, you've Patricia, got a senator. Let me doing, help you out. You've got a no, senator. No, His name is no, David no, Pocock, and he doing, says, why not look at negative gearing? Well, David Pocock's an independent senator. Yeah. He's not one of mine. No, he's not, he but he's a, a crucial number for you, isn't he, in the Senate? He has a, a range of proposals, and, and good luck to him. I say, David Pocock, good luck to you. You got elected. You're an independent. Yeah, but he might have some uh, good ideas got, that are worth exploring. Patricia, we are we are saying what we are doing. Is it we fair? Is it fair though we, that people we, can we, negatively we gear on their fourth or fifth home? We announced what we are doing. Uh, we announced exactly what we are doing yesterday, and the sort of uh, uh, you know speculative uh, thing about someone who's an independent raises some issue has no truck with me. Uh, whatsoever. So this change, superannuation change, as you say, modest 80,000 people, it takes effect after the next election. Is that the strategy for any changes now that you don't bring, uh, that you you essentially seek a mandate for any changes that you want to make? No, I think on on this measure, it's uh, the right thing to do. And uh, we had have had obviously a discussion about it. Uh, Cabinet met yesterday. It was something that I strongly supported, uh, ensuring that any changes uh, were after the election. So it's very clear uh, that uh, we are being upfront about uh, what our intentions are. And that is why uh, doing it after the election makes that, that very clear. Yesterday, the Treasurer ruled out using the money collected to fund superannuation for women, for instance, on maternity leave. But why not? It would cost $200 million a year. That's just 10% of the overall savings. You'd still be banking plenty for the budget bottom line. If not now, when? We don't have hypothecated taxes in this country, Patricia, and, and you know that that's the case. 
Um, but, but the concept have, of this paid parental leave. Well, we've, we've said uh, that we would like to do it when, when the budget allows. Uh, I've made that very clear. I've also said uh, we have a trillion dollars of debt. We are responsible economic managers. Uh, we need to uh, address the inflationary pressures that are there in the economy. And uh, that requires that requires us to be uh, very prudent about uh, any expenditure, and that is what the government is doing. And that's why uh, this measure uh, will help uh, to to pay down debt. Uh, that is what we have to do. And uh, we have inherited a trillion dollars of debt and massive deficits, as far as the, the eye can see. Uh, into the future, uh, with the inflationary pressures that that are on, uh, we are being fiscally responsible. We were uh, last October when we handed down the budget. Ninety nine percent of the revenue gains went uh, straight to the bottom line, and this measure will go to the bottom line as well. Prime Minister is reforming our budget too hard in this political climate. Well, certainly it's difficult when you have uh, the sort of nonsense raised, uh, such as, you know, the, the, the family home somehow raised as part of uh, this discussion. Uh, well, we some people think that. it's a good idea. I'm not advocating it myself, but I'm saying, you know, this is a legitimate well, question, I, isn't it? I, I, I haven't met them. I haven't met them, Patricia. Not, not one constituent has ever come up to me and said, I think we should tax the family home. Uh, not one. Uh, so... I, I think, but uh, I know constituents yeah, but, have come to you and said you need to deal with negative gearing on a on a second, third, fourth property. I bet well, that's happened. People will have a range of uh, of issues out there. Certainly, uh, issues of revenue are are difficult. Uh, they they are politically uh, complex, and when you have an opportunist uh, opposition uh, that opposes everything. Uh, having opposed uh, yeah, manufacturing jobs through the National Reconstruction Fund, opposing housing investment for women and children escaping domestic violence, uh, opposing their own uh, their own system that was in place to deal uh, with climate change. Mm. Now they're saying they'll oppose this, even though they put forward in 2016-17 changes that affected eight times more people and were far more significant and raised much more revenue uh, than this modest change does. Uh, that makes it more difficult, uh, but uh, we'll continue to pursue the, the case for reform uh, in this area, like we're continuing to pursue the case for reform in housing, in dealing with climate change, in all of these issues. Okay. It's a pity that the opposition are uh, making themselves irrelevant. Uh, but we'll talk to the crossbench uh, about these issues like we're having to talk mm. to them about other issues because the coalition are sitting on the sidelines uh, throwing rocks. Prime Minister- they created the problem of a trillion dollars debt they just don't want to be part of any of the solutions. Prime Minister, if we turn to just one other issue before I let you go while I've got you here, one of your key platforms, of course, as Prime Minister, is delivering a voice to Parliament. Should that voice make representations not only to Parliament but to the executive as originally worded by you? 
Oh, look, we'll uh, we'll work through those issues with the referendum working group. I put forward a draft uh, wording proposal. People who have a look at the article uh, from Noel Pearson uh, on and Shireen Morris on the weekend will see that. Uh, but you think the, it's important that, that it gives advice from to you as an executive? Well, certainly there'll be advice. Yeah, I, I think some some of these these wordings is about uh, legal argument. I I have said uh, that I've put forward these draft proposals. I think they are sound. Uh, they have been backed up by people such as uh, Justice French, uh, former uh, High Court, uh, and and others that they didn't come in a vacuum. Uh, people like Julian Lisa helped with the wording. Uh, if you go back to uh, to many many years where this this has been kicked around, uh, but uh, I've also said uh, that I'm not dogmatic about this. I want to secure as much support as possible. We have the constitutional uh, working group. Okay, so uh, if you can get a deal with the coalition by taking the word executive, would you consider it? Look, I've said I'll consider uh, anything that's put forward in good faith. What I don't see uh, from uh, the opposition is, or, or from the leadership of, of the opposition anyway, is is good faith at the moment. Uh, there aren't uh, suggestions coming forward. Uh, there is a conscious decision to try to confuse the issue, and the issue is about two things. It's about recognition for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in our constitution and about consulting them mm. on matters that affect them. That is all that this is about. Now, Prime Minister, I understand you're celebrating a milestone birthday tomorrow. Is that right? I, I am indeed, but uh, that's very good research. Well, there, of course, Patricia. this is Radio National, Prime Minister. And how are you going to be celebrating your 60th birthday? Oh, I think... Um, Pretty quietly, frankly. So, um, I do have a, uh, a a lunch planned with my my partner and uh, and my son, and uh, I look forward to that. So, I won't I won't be doing interviews on RN tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, I can I can confirm that. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for your time, Prime Minister. <laughs> Thanks very much, Patricia. The Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, and I understand he actually shares a birthday with the Treasurer too. Um, who is having his birthday tomorrow. There you go. A, a fun fact for you. You're listening to ABC RN Breakfast. Find more great ABC RN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.